Welcome to Beyond 2020, exploring the emerging vision of life on planet Earth. Hi, I'm Reverend Robert, and I invite you to listen in as I interview the emerging thought leaders of our time. Join in as we take a look at the realities of living a life of purpose and meaning beyond 2020. Yes, and hello again, dear ones. Reverend Robert with you. This is Beyond 2020, exploring the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth. My opportunity to get to hang out and connect with some of what I think are the visionaries of the New Thought Movement and on planet Earth as a whole. And today I've got a very uh, special experience happening. Now you're going to hear all about this today. I have royalty with us, Prince Fleet Easton, who is now Reverend Prince Fleet Easton. And I was always taught if there's more than one title, the Reverend always goes first because you're a Reverend till the end, no matter what. Uh, I would imagine you're a Prince until the end, no matter what as well. But uh, Reverend Prince Flea Easton, welcome to the program. Well, hello, Robert, and thank you so much for asking me to be on your show. I am just, I'm thrilled to be here, and I just am so, I'm, I'm excited. I, uh, I've watched your programs on Facebook, your, your shows, and uh, I just think you're awesome. Oh, well, thank you. And we j- I just recently got to know a little bit about who you are and think you're pretty awesome, too. Let's tell some the folks a, a little bit about just a little bit about how awesome you are. Uh, I will be honest, I had to trim the introduction uh, quite a bit, but uh, we've got something good here. Uh, Reverend Prince Fleet Easton uh, has been a soloist and music director for the Interfaith Spiritual Center Worldwide in Palm Springs, California for the past 13 years. His recent ordination ceremony has confirmed the title of Reverend, which means, as I said, we now have Reverend Prince Fleet Easton with us. Originally born in Akron, Ohio, he made his singing debut at age five and did extensive work in dance, acting, and singing. Uh, Started his ballet education at the American Ballet Theater and eventually took master classes at the world-renowned Juilliard School. A brief foray into country music led to success in Nashville with music and several TV appearances. A 1990 move move to Florida took him on a national tour as Tiny Tim in A Christmas Carol. And that led to his own touring show, The Fleet Experience. Oh, what I would give for a video of that. That sounds like fun. He's appeared in The Cape, Tom Hanks' miniseries, The Earth to the Moon, was a co-host on a television show, Bernard Notes, for several years, and was the voice of NASA Radio. Yes, that NASA. He's a founding member of the Brevard Theatrical Ensemble, Fleet was also an original member of the Ben Canto Ensemble, founded by Miss Beatrice Moore, a former soprano with the New York Metropolitan Opera. He is an international recording artist, released his uh, album In In His Presence in 2004, has sung with the Space Coast Pops Orchestra in Melbourne, Florida, uh, and with the Melbourne, Florida Orchestra, excuse me. He was also a soloist for Unity of Melbourne before six years before moving to the West Coast. Now living in Palm Springs, Fleet has devoted his time appearing for many benefits, believing that you must give back to move forward. He has worked with Well in the Desert, a nonprofit feeding the homeless, 
performed on the Joey English TV show, Joey English radio show, Eye on the Desert, and KMIR6 morning show, as well as Pink Ladies Presents and many others. He's been a featured national anthem singer for numerous organizations, including the Empire Polo Club in Indio, California, Michael Jordan's Blue Ducks basketball team, the Florida Marlins baseball team, and the Palm Springs Power Baseball team, which he is also now a spokesperson for. Fleet has been nominated twice for Entertainer of the Year in the Coachella Valley. He received Entertainer of the Year twice from the city of Desert Hot Springs. In 2012, Fleet received the Touching Lives Award in Hollywood, California for his humanitarian work, along with actress Tippi Hendren and singer Al Jarreau. We're going to drop some names here. In 2013, he received, received the Angel of the Year Award and was named to the Executive Board of Directors for the College of Adaptive Arts, a college for adults with mental and physical challenges. Take a breath, folks. We're only about halfway there. <laughs> Uh, and here's where it gets really fun. I, I, we could talk for hours about a lot of this stuff. In 2014, Prince Fleet received the Call to Service Award from President Barack Obama for his volunteer work. In 2015, 2017, and 2018, yes, that's three different times, he received the Lifetime Achievement Award from the White House along with acknowledgments from the United States Congress, the United States Senate, and from the California Senate and the California Congress. Prince Fleet is also known as Prince of Palm Springs and was crowned on January 17th, 2016, by His Highness Prince Mario Max, Max Schomburg-Lippe. I hope yes. I'm, saying that. I'm getting that correct. Good. Uh, he was presented with a proclamation from the royal family, naming him Legendary World Entertainer for 2016. And that same year, he received the 407th star on the Palm Springs Walk of Stars. A crown and a star on the same year. Wow. Uh, in 2018, he received the President's Choice Entertainer of the Year Award from the Southern California Motion Picture Council and was named Entertainer of the Year. On May 9th of that same year, he was honored by being asked to sing at the Ronald Reagan Library. In 2019, Prince Fleet received the All Men Rock Entertainer Humanitarian Award and, and was named Entertainer of the Year and sang for the veterans uh, on Veterans Day and for the rededication of the Los Angeles Coliseum's 100th anniversary. He has been seen in the new film, feature film, Turnover, and in this year we'll be seeing him in a new action film, Team of Two. Please help me welcome newly ordained Reverend Prince Fleet Easton. Well, hello, and I guess with all that, what more can I say? <laughs> I, yep, thank you for being thank you for being with us, folks. We'll be back again next week. <laughs> and, and since I sent you that, since I sent you uh, my bio, I have a couple more things. I I'm getting ready to leave for Arizona. I'm doing a Christmas movie called Hashtag Bless, and I'm singing in the title track of the film. So I'm very excited about that. And I just also uh, finished a film uh, that'll be out soon. Uh, uh, oh, and you mentioned that with Team of Two. And then also, I just got uh, – I'm doing another film I've been cast for, and it's called The Leather Man. And it's a new 
uh, hero, action hero film. You know, we have Spider-Man and Superman and all. Well, this is a new one, and it's Leatherman. And it's really wonderful because this film is going to be in association with the American Heart Foundation. So much of the proceeds will go to the Heart Foundation. Oh, wonderful. That is fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, Fleet, the um, our primary objective here and in this program, Beyond 2020, is to look at what's happening in the future. Right. Uh, what we see coming forward. I think it's, you know, it's no surprise everyone that was asked five years ago where they would be in five years got the question incredibly wrong. Uh, very few people in the world predicted where we would be right now. And that's changed the game for a lot of people. And it's changed uh, the way a lot of people get a chance to show up, how others are now stepping up. Uh, I recognize you've been in the game quite a while, it would seem, as far as new thought and spirituality and supporting people in in living their life. From your biography, it appears that you've been also very, very successful in using these principles uh, in, in that creation. Uh, in your ordination speech uh, that I watched, you, you mentioned that you come from a long line of ministers. And so there's obviously a, a through line of spirituality. Uh, help people understand just a little bit more about uh, what got you to where you are here. What got you, what called you to new thought? What brought you into, into uh, this experience that has led now to your ordination as a minister? Well, you know, when I was growing up as a child, um, as I said, my my family, they were all uh, apostolic ministers. So that was not something that really resonated with me. And I but I knew there was something else out there. So I spent most of my early adulthood and uh, well, even up till now, uh, just studying all types of religions and spirituality modalities and just uh you know studying zen buddhism uh and i i even got into like judaism and because i found out that i was part jewish so i i'm kind of like a world religion person in a way but with a spirituality based Mm. so what i did was i was going along taking bits and pieces from all these different philosophies and ideas, and I kind of formed my own spiritual belief system. Well, little did I know that in two th- what was it? 2000, I got a call from a Unity Church that they were looking for a, a soloist. And I, I knew nothing about Unity, and I basically I kind of didn't really know a lot about New Thought. So they um, said, we'd love for you to be our, our soloist. Well, as I was saying, I wasn't really familiar with it. And I said, oh, you know, I really don't sing that, those kind of songs. But I didn't know what it was about, like I said. So um, they said, well, we'll pay you this amount of money. And I said, okay, I, I can sing anything. Well, I, <laughs> I, like I said, but I didn't know what new, I really didn't know new thought. So I started with them and it, what it did, it started my journey. And within that time, I had a voice that started speaking to me, and it became very clear, and I've learned to always listen to that voice. Now, as I, I tell people, I don't know if it's God or an angel, my higher consciousness. 
I'm not sure what it is, but I know it's a voice that doesn't sound like my voice. And it's a very strong, powerful voice. So I've learned that whenever it speaks, it's speaking truth. And I need to always listen to it, do it, and never doubt it. I did doubt it in the beginning because I it actually started speaking to me when I was singing with the orchestra when I was in Florida and and it told me that I had to move to California. I had to go to Palm Springs to meet the people who were going to take me to the next place in my life and career. Now I'm singing for 5,000 people and this voice is talking and I'm telling it, please be quiet. I'm trying to focus here. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if anyone has ever sang with an orchestra, it's, it's very challenging because you're given your music and then when you get to the, the night of the concert, you have five minutes to rehearse with the orchestra and then you're thrown out there to go. Mm. And so I said, I said, oh my goodness, this is really interesting. Well, I'm very successful and I'm working in movies and television and I'm, actually I was doing five jobs at once. And I thought, okay, well, I've got to do it. So I, I told my family and they just thought I was absolutely crazy. And, uh, but I knew I had a, des a destiny to fulfill and I knew nobody. I packed up my car. I said goodbye to all my jobs and, and everybody and just got in my car and I drove 3000 miles all by myself. Mm. Now I will say this, I'm glad I was naive enough to think that I could do it. Cause I kept saying, well, I drive 400 miles a day cause I was working in Orlando doing movies and television and I was driving around trip. I thought, well, what if I just keep driving 400 miles every day and just keep going in one straight line and I'll eventually reach my destination. Mm -hmm. Well, it changes on the third or fourth day. And it took me six <laughs> days to get to California because you don't realize while you're driving, you know, your body is, is under a stressful situation. So you get to where you're not resting at night. And I would be driving on these freeways with eight lanes going, uh, people are going 80 miles an hour. And I just, sometimes I felt like I couldn't control the car, but you know what? I finally got here and I didn't know what the, I was supposed to meet but obviously you read my bio. This is what I was supposed to, uh, I was supposed to be here to accomplish all these things. Spirit was guiding me. I didn't know where it was guiding me to. And of course, we're not supposed to know. We're just supposed to be led and whatever is presented to you is what you're supposed to fulfill. Yeah, exactly. So that, and, and that's how I got here. And so, you know, I didn't have, I didn't have a job and I was trying to become the soloist with uh, Unity here in Palm Springs and it just wasn't working out. But what's interesting, this is what I'm talking about, how that voice guides you. A woman I had met six months prior, she called me out of the blue from Canada and she said, Fleet, there's a spiritual center over at the Camelot Theater. A voice told me to call you and I think that's where you belong. <laughs> and I thought, okay, well, I sat on it for about a week or two and then I went. So I sat down front when I went. I'm, I'm a front seater. I'll tell you right now. Mm -hmm. I'm not a person that it sets in the back. I'm right up front on everything. And so I'm sitting right in front of the soloist. And here they had been manifesting someone to come because they were leaving. They, were, they took a job in New York. So they were leaving and the per they were leaving next week. And they had been manifesting for three months. So 
I sat there and they, the uh, soloist heard me. And then afterwards, they approached me afterwards and said, are you a professional singer? And I said, well, yes, I am. They said, do you have a demo? And I said, yes, I gave them my demo. And the next day they, and they heard me and the rest is history. Yeah. And it started my journey here and it's led me to so many wonderful things. And I'm very honored that I have been able to use my talent. You know, I, as you saw, heard my speech yesterday, I quoted Oprah. I heard her once say something very profound that has stuck with me. And that was probably 30 years ago when she was starting out and she was on her spiritual quest. She said, God, allow me to experience the things I desire in this life, and I will do great things with them. And that has been my mantra, along with to move forward, you must give back. And that's how I live my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's how that's what's brought me to this point right now. Um, and it's been a wonderful journey, especially working with Dr. Sharon Stroud. And and I, here's another thing that was interesting. When I, when I knew I was moving here, I had watched The Secret. And became very enthralled, and I knew that to instill a habit, it need at that time it was twenty one times of repetition. So I watched it twenty one times, and I I kind of contribute that to spurring that voice telling me that I had to come here. And when I left, I said, you know what? I'm going to meet those people, and I'm going to work with them. And I've had the honor to work with several of them now since I've been here and have met them on a personal level. Yeah. The only one I haven't worked with is Michael Beckwith, and I am manifesting that I will be at Agape one day on that stage singing. Mm. I, we will join in that affirmation with you. Mm-hmm. Amen and absolutely on that one. So cool. <laughs> right yeah. on. Um, and, you know, I love how – uh, for me, part of this philosophy has always been that everything necessary for the complete and total fulfillment of my mission comes to me exactly as necessary. Exactly. And, you know what? I don't ever think about how I'm supposed to do it because I just turn it over to God and the universe and I know everything always works out. That's how I live my life. It's 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 all good. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, no matter what position or situation I'm in. And even if it's a situation that I am not sure about, or I'm a little stressed, I just say, God will provide, God will provide. And it always comes. It, the answers always come. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey folks, we're talking with Reverend Prince Fleet Easton, and this is beyond 2020. We're going to take a real short break and hear just a quick word from our sponsors. Give them a chance to say thank you as well. And we'll be right back. Stay tuned. New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Today's programming is supported by a generous donation from the sponsors of Monday Morning Visioning. Monday Morning Visioning, a production of New Thought Media Network, live every Monday on Facebook and YouTube 
6 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Join us Monday Morning Visioning for a deep and introspective look at the grand vision for your life. Presented by New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. All right, folks, I'm Reverend Robert Brzezinski. This is Beyond 2020, exploring the emerging vision for life on planet Earth. And we've been here today speaking with newly reverend, ordained reverend, Prince Flea Easton, who is associated with the Interfaith New Thought Spiritual Center and Dr. Sharon Stroud's community there in Palm Springs, California. Uh, been having a great conversation, getting to know a little bit about Prince and, and more. So, uh, you know, I know I, I'm not real privy to the whole story, and I'm sure people would be interested, if you don't mind telling us, uh, tell us how you become a prince. Well, there's another thing. This was not in my vision, but I, they were calling me the Prince of Palm Springs. They start because I did over 250 charity events in this town. Mm-hmm. You know, either do, donating my time, my talent, whatever it was. So they started calling me the Prince of Palm Springs. Well. I had a manager at the time and he said, well, you know what? We should try to get this sanctioned by the city. Well, we worked on it and worked on it and it wasn't the right timing. Obviously, it would have happened then. Well, I happened to be in Beverly Hills at an event and I uh, they were filming it for television. And this is what I do for a living. And so I wasn't really interested about being on camera. Everybody was trying to get on camera. So I stayed in the back and I'm standing back there and I'm back there with the Hiltons and these other people. And so I had my hair all spiked up and I was looking pretty Hollywood-ish. <laughs> yeah, right yeah, people were coming up to me like, who are you? You know? <laughs> so I'm standing there and this man walks up to me and he says, oh, you look very interesting. Who are you? And I said, why? I'm Prince Fleet Easton. He says, oh, I am Prince Mario Max Schomburg Lippi of Germany. And I went, oh. And then he says, and what principality do you represent? And I and I would start inside. I'm going, oh my gosh! I said, Uh-oh. I said, Palm Springs. <laughs> we both we both busted out laughing. So we became very good friends instantly. And the next day, it popped into my brain. I thought, oh my gosh, what a publicity stunt this would be to have a real prince name me Prince of Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. So. I, I called Max and I said, uh, would you be interested in doing it? He goes, oh, oh, Fleet, I would love to do that. And so uh, he said, but I'm going to do something even more special. I'm going to bring something special. Well, I didn't know he was going to bring a proclamation. So he brought a proclamation. Not only did they name me Prince of Palm Springs, but they br- brought me a proclamation naming me prince and that palm springs is actually my principality (laughs) (laughs) and then a proclamation from the royal households of europe naming me legendary entertainer for 2016 of the world and only five people have been presented to that and i'm very fortunate that i was 
given that also. That was a very big surprise. And then, of course, he placed the crown on my head. 350 people attended my coronation. They actually turned away, I think, almost 200 people because the capacity wouldn't uh, allow them to enter. And um, and then then I had got my star and Max. We wrote, oh, it was great. Of course, it's theater and show business. So I I rented a a, a royal coach and I was pulled by black Clydesdale horses. And the prince and I rode in the the carriage and and I actually uh, invited uh, people from the College of Adaptive Arts that you were talking about. Uh, it's a wonderful college. They they give uh, artistic classes for those who are challenged that they can actually get a degree. And we have several people working in Hollywood now. But I invited them to speak at my star. And it was interesting because most of the stars, when you receive a star, other stars come in and talk about you and, you know, give your accolades and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I said, no, I want mine to be different. I want people to be a part of it that are a part of my life. So I had Miss Wheelchair California of 2012 who spoke w- through a computer. I had a, one of the Down syndrome students from my uh, from the college that I'm on the board of directors. Uh, I had a Tiger Man who's an anti-bullying superhero for kids. He spoke. Nice. And I had the prince speak. And so the head of the star board, they actually, they said afterwards, we can definitely say this is the most interesting one we've ever experienced in our whole life. Everybody was crying. I mean, it was such a moving moment. And if people would like to, they can actually go on YouTube. I think it's called Fleet Star Dedication, and they can actually watch. There's about seven videos, and they can watch the whole presentation. Oh, wonderful. Well, folks, we will be sure to make sure there's links. We'll find those links and leave them in the show notes of today's program Mm -hmm. so that you can uh, track those down and take a look as well. Um, Okay, so uh, here's what we our our juicy questions for the day. Okay, Uh, we want to know. So you're an entertainer. You're involved with Hollywood. I have I have my perspectives and opinions. And I think as most people do of Hollywood and what's going on there and Mm -hmm. and what it's like to be a part of that. And the more I look around, the more I see new thought, uh, if you will, infiltrating. Uh, writers' rooms and movie sets and uh, and so share with us just a little. What do you see as really the future of new thought, of spirituality, of bringing these life affirming principles and beliefs uh, into mainstream media? Well, you know, uh, as working in Hollywood, which is really interesting, as you just mentioned that I have been very fortunate that all the people that I seem to work with, you know, like attracts like, we're all on the same page. We all have that same belief system. And what I'm finding is, as you said, it's kind of integrating. I see a lot of the people that I know that uh, possibly are more on a fundamentalist side of religion, that they're becoming more receptive and accepting of a lot of the new thought principles, just like Joel Olstein. I mean, he's a prosperity minister, but his teachings are very metaphysical. Right. So, but in Hollywood, yes. And I, what I, I'll tell you what I see right now, I see an awakening. 
I see an awakening in the world, and I think that's what is all going on right now, that people are seeing – how can I put it? They can see all the things that need to be changed in the world. And we've been going through a period of time to where we lived through a time of everything was politically correct and not knowing that underneath the surface there was other that there were things going on that were being suppressed. And so the last few years, we have seen that come up to the surface. And I think exposing that to the light People are becoming more aware that, you know what, this is not what I want in my life. I, I want light and I want peace and I want beauty. I don't want conflict anymore. Right. And I see so many people being brought into that and especially some of my fans. Some of my fans, you know, I can see them. They are coming in along with me that have had maybe some very strong opinions on religion and seeing that, you know what, new thought is not some woo-woo uh, strange thing or something to be looked at as something that's not right. No, they're, they're accepting a lot of the ideas and the principles. And I am very happy and fortunate that I get to work with these people in Hollywood because – Hollywood is a very strong, mm -hmm. challenging place to work. Sure. You have a lot of egos <laughs> and a lot of powerful people that are controlling. But I am very blessed, and I can say this, and I put my hand up to God. I say I am very blessed that I have been able to work with nothing but wonderful, wonderful people that are on the same energy level as I am. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the key, isn't it? Yes. Stay, mm -hmm. Staying in that place of saying, okay, I'm attracting like attracts like, and okay, there's a lot of ego in the room. There's a lot of people that think they can control everybody else's lives, and there's a lot of people do it, but you don't have to play that game. No. You can be a success by living according to these principles and not, again, not playing the game, not allowing yourself to get pulled in or trapped by how everybody else thinks it's supposed to be done. Right, exactly. And staying in my truth, you know, and, I, and I'm like everybody, we're all on a learning curve. We're all learning constantly. And, and I know myself, I'm getting more stronger all the time in, in my convictions of that I know what is right for me and I'm not going to allow someone else to dictate or, or fold under their strong will of what they think I should be or who I should be. I'm staying in my conviction and I'm remaining who I am. And I always want, I made that vow many, many years ago that I will always be who I am. And thank goodness or whatever that that I'm now experiencing great success in my mature years, <laughs> that I know that whatever comes my way, I'm smart enough, I've learned enough, that it's not going to affect who I am as a person because that's what happens in Hollywood. 
when you're young and you experience great success early, you don't know who you are and, and it, it can affect you. And we've seen that happen with many young stars that end up having all kind of emotional problems or breakdowns because you haven't figured out who you are yet. Right. And you have all these people around you telling you who you are and you can't live up to that because that's not who you are. Right. Yeah. Telling you who to, who you have to be. Yeah. Instead of allowing and being open to, we can create our success. Yeah. By being who we are, being authentic. I think that, uh, uh, I always say you don't have to re you don't have to reinvent the wheel. All you do is open the doors and let it unfold. Right. And you don't have to reinvent yourself. That's, that's what, what, that's what I mean by reinventing yeah. the wheel. That's you don't have to let people tell you or reinvent you. If you're the, if you're talented and you know who you are, that's all that matters. And I've, I've had managers that I've told that to. I said, you know what? You don't have to reinvent me. I'm already invented. All I need you to do is just love me and open a door for me and allow me to walk through. Right. Mm-hmm. It's so elegant. It, it truly is so an elegant way to describe this philosophy mm-hmm. uh, and, and what it is we're doing. So I, I want to circle back to something. Sure. Uh, um, and I think it's uh, earlier you were speaking to your experience uh, sort of arguing with the voice. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, you know, not right now. <laughs> hey, wait, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get to that at another time. And I, I'm, don't bother me. I'm kind of busy. And, uh-huh. uh, what, uh, what's the discussion? What's the conversation that's happening with you and the voice currently? Well, it's just – oh, right now, well, you know, it's, it's interesting. The last time it spoke to me – it's been a couple of years. I'm waiting for the next revelation, but um, I know it speaks to me when I need I need the message. The last one was I was driving down Palm Canyon and I just bought a little Mercedes two seater convertible and I'm driving down Palm Canyon and the voice came in and said, you're going to be a legend. Hmm. I went, hmm, OK, uh, how, I don't know how that's going to happen. Um I haven't even made it to the world stage yet, and I'm thinking Bob Hope, Frank Sinatra, all these all these things are going through my head. But then I thought, okay, and then I let I let it go, and that's how you do with stuff, you know. It, any, even with manifestations, you know, you you present them, then you let them go, and you allow the universe to do their thing. Mm-hmm. So the day I got my star, when they uh, when they uh, announced me, they said, "Ladies and gentlemen, now." Prince Fleet Easton, Palm Springs, living legend. Mm. And oh my God, my, I went, oh, my, my ears popped up and I went, oh my God, there it is. It didn't come in the form that I was visioning, but it came in the form it was supposed to. Right. But it came. So that's the, I don't really, have, well, I don't argue with the voice anymore. I've learned. I just listen to it. It says what it needs to say. Now, I did have it one time say to me, it told me to do something. And I said, well, there's nothing there. It said, go back there. I said, but there's nothing. Go. It kept getting louder three times till where it was actually screaming at me the last time. (laughs) And I went, okay, I'll go back there. And what it did, it led me to a home that I lived in in Florida. 
I was living in a three-bedroom ranch, and I thought, I don't want to live in a ranch. I want to live in a sculpture. I want to live in something unique. Mm. So I found this home, and it wasn't on the market. But as I drove away, I looked in the rearview mirror, and I said, I love it. I could be very happy there. Well, three weeks later, the voice came in, and that's when it said, go back there. So when I went back there, I was driving down the street, and I saw at the, somewhere back in there, there was a for sale sign. And I went, that's got to be at the house. Mm. So I pulled in. I wrote the number down. I called the real estate agent, and I said, can you tell me what you're asking for this home on this corner? He said, we don't have a home there. I said, yes, well, your sign's out front. You do have a home there. <laughs> he said, hold on. I'll be right back. He comes back and he says, how did you find this house? I said, a voice sent me there. There was dead silence. <laughs> <laughs> I said, why did you ask? He said, because that sign probably didn't go up more than five or ten minutes ago. And the real estate agent is not even back with the paperwork. <laughs> I, I, I said, okay. I said, when can I see it? He said, oh, well, it'll be a week or so. And I thought to myself, no, I'm getting in that house and I'm going to see that house because I wrote a manifestation of everything I wanted. That night after dinner, I went there. I was driving down the street. There was a car in front of me going 10 miles an hour. I was getting a little frustrated. But we got to that. The car pulled into the house driveway. As I went by, as the person got out, it was the dentist of the person that was riding with me in the car and said, oh, my God, that's my dentist. I said, we're going in. And I pulled in behind and, and the guy said, well, what are you doing here? And I said, we're going to buy this house. Can I come inside? And that's how, and that's how it happened. So I learned that the voice is very specific. Mm -hmm. And when it speaks, you listen. You listen. You listen. Well, I love that. Fabulous, fabulous. Folks, <laughs> We're this is Beyond 2020. I'm Reverend Robert Brzezinski. I'm sitting here with Reverend Prince Fleet Easton, and we've been having a great conversation about his journey of faith and, and how he has uh, manifested and demonstrated these principles in his lives. We're going to take a real quick moment to say thank you and hello to our sponsors and underwriters, and we'll be right back. Stay tuned with us. Thought Radio, music from all your favorite New Thought artists. From Jamie Lula, Karen Drucker, Gary Lynn Floyd, Ricky Byers, Daniel Namot, Eddie Watkins Jr., and many, many more. 24-7 New Thought Radio, positively inspiring. All right, folks, I'm back. It's uh, Beyond 2020 and exploring an emerging vision for life on planet Earth. And today we've been hanging out and chatting with newly minted, new reverend, newly ordained reverend, Prince Fleet Easton. Uh, if you're just joining us, we've been uh, looking at some of the great uh, demonstrations that uh, Prince Fleet is, has been able to, to well demonstrate using these principles 
And uh, and I want to circle back around again, sure, and invite you to provide us um, of in your heart of hearts and in, in all that you've learned, and you've been in New Thought for quite a long time now. Again, thirteen years as soloist and uh, music director at Interfaith New Thought Spiritual Center. Where are we going to be in five years? What? Where are we going to be in ten years? Where Where is this experiment in consciousness, if you will? taking us? What's the emerging vision? Well, you know, I, as I said, uh, this has been a great awakening. And even though we were living through a pandemic, it opened an amazing door. Look at, look what they, what has become of the internet. It, it focused everyone to go within. Um, and now everyone is global. Before we were all isolated in our in our own little pockets mm-hmm. yeah we were doing internet and things like that but never to the extent that we are now so what this has done this has opened a pathway for new ideas new thought wherever to go out on a global level and reach millions of people that may have never heard this message or even had any idea that it even existed as your program, Laura Topper's program, all the different, I work with other uh, networks also, New Thought Networks. It's amazing. I mean, one of them, they reach 30 million people. Nice. So it's, it's put us in a position to go within, to explore new avenues that we maybe have never explored before. But those avenues have given us channels to a global platform. So being on that global platform, you're able to change the consciousness of many people that have been lost or looking for something and didn't know they were looking for something. I find that to be the case with new thoughters. Nine times out of ten, we don't know we're looking for something until something finds us. And uh, and then we move from the back row back up to the front row, and we're and we're there for a long, long time. Um, I I agree with you, and 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 I agree with this uh, concept, right? New Thought Media Network. Uh, it says it in our mission statement. We are a global broadcast network, and mm-hmm. in my twenty years of being a part of this New Thought philosophy. Never before has the word global shown up in a mission statement, in a a purpose statement for any of the work I've done in this, because we were, we were um, self-imposed limitations of staying local, staying local, staying in our Mm -hmm. smaller groups. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and this has uh, really expanded the internet in a great and glorious way. There's a lot of great programming out there. As oh, well. it has! It, it's exploded. It, it it has exploded. You know, I, I, I watch everyone's show. I, I love it, and I'm just so blessed to have people in my such as you and 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 you know, and I know one of your your questions was how did we meet? Well, you know, we've never met personally, but we met through Laura, and Laura has become such a dear friend. We do FaceTime, and uh, we have such a great time, and I am so grateful that. She came into my life that opened the door for you to come into my life. Mm, yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. And 
for those that are listening, if uh, if this is starting to sound just a little bit Greek, uh, we're refer- referring to Laura Topper, and she also has a program here on the New Thought Media Network, The Cosmic Prayer. It airs on Mondays at 11 a.m. Mountain Time, uh, and it's a great program. Check out the, the back episodes. I will say uh, it's one of those, you unfortunately... Uh, Prince, you, Prince Fleet, you are the uh, the lost episode for Laura's program. Well, uh, it was it was interesting. Well, you know, I I live against a mountain, and yeah. it's challenging for me to get an internet signal. So I have to go to like really interesting places <laughs> to get to get a signal we i live in a valley that's surrounded by mountains yeah so and especially i live right by bob hope's house so i'm right against a mountain and like i said it's challenging sometimes the signal will come in great and sometimes it won't and uh, but i've kind of learned now since our episode with laura that i've, I've found little pockets where i can get out <laughs> right. Okay. I've got a signal and now don't move. <laughs> this has been fabulous. This is great. Um, uh, Reverend Prince Fleet, tell yeah. us a little more. Um, tell us a little more. What's on the horizon for you? I know, I know you just, you just completed your ordination yeah. ceremony that yeah. uh, in my experience, Sometimes we don't always know exactly at that moment what's next, and it, you know, it comes to us as we go. But to the best of you, what's next? Uh, what's on the horizon for you? You think? Well, I, it's very funny because I've already had twelve people contact me that want me to officiate their weddings. Okay. Because not only can I do the service, I can sing the service. So I, I'm laughing. I said I can sing you down the aisle. I'll do a little bit of the service and I'll sing a song to the both of you. Then we'll finish up the or the, the service and then I'll sing you out of the church or wherever is, it is. <laughs> does, does it cost extra for you to wear your crown? Well, it's going to, well, it might, because this is going to be, you know, this is something special. You don't I, get every day. You don't get married by a prince wearing a crown. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> so it'll be a, it'll be a new unique thing to with down the line in your life when you look back one day and say, "Oh my God, look! I got married by a prince. Isn't that unique?" <laughs> Generally, we're taught not to outdress the bride and groom, but in this case, I don't know. <laughs> it, it might be a. Lot. <laughs> uh, that's funny. No, and then also, um, you know, I'll just keep like I said in my ordination yesterday. I'll just keep honoring the position that. I've been given and I want to, I'll do great things with them. And I always, I always said, I, you know, I want to be on a, I want to work on a global level. And, and some of my dreams is work at my dreams or my manifestations has been to work with great people in the world, uh, like Michael Beckwith and Oprah and Eckhart Tolle and, you know, some of the great people to be able to experience their presence and, and have opportunities to share and do things on a global level with people that I look up to that that are people that I've envisioned being with mm. and uh, sharing my my message. You know, my ma- mainly my my ministry is my music. Uh, even though now I'm an ordained minister, but I've always been. Uh, my music has always been my ministry and it always, and I've been told that it's always affects people because I know when I make, when people cry, I know I'm touching something way deep inside of them. Right. 
So there's there's something moving within that. The energy level is moving something that I'm able to express to other people that they can feel it on a deep level. Yeah. That is the work, my friend. That is the work. Mm-hmm. And I put it in God's hands. You know, exa- uh, you know I, I, whatever is supposed to be presented to me will be presented to me. And I will take it as a gift and run with it. Yep. And that's one of the great reminders that I had in my, that I've had in my ministry is there is nothing too big for God. No. And I remember going to one of my mentors one day and after church and saying, Hey, I think I'm into something a little too deep here with a, with a practitioner client and a counseling client. And, um, and uh, he looked at me and said, Hey, you just remember the next time you go in there, that ain't you going in there. That's God going in there to meet with that man. Right. And there is nothing too big for God. Right. Well, you know, I was actually, and I, it just popped into my head a few years ago, because working, working with those in need is very dear to my heart. As, as we were talking about, you know, I, I fed the homeless for many years and I, was the voice came to me and said, one day you will open a humanitarian center. Mm-hmm. Not only will you give a handout, but you will give a hand up. And I, I see the vision that it, it'll give opportunities to, you know, most of the centers, they just feed you, but they don't give you any education or any way to, to move yourself up. And right. I I know that within the vision of my humanitarian center, it not will just help people immediately, but it will give them a hand up to help themselves move to a higher level. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear sir, we will hold that vision with you as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I, everyone out there, please hold that vision. Yeah. Hey, speaking of everyone out there, uh, why don't you give everybody the, the 60 second, 90 second rundown? How do we stay in touch? How do we get to uh, get to learn more about you and your ministry and uh, how to support how to, how to stay in these visions with you? Well, as of right now and stuff, uh, my main mode is I have the Prince of Palm Springs uh, on Facebook and uh, Prince Fleet Easton, they can contact me through that. Uh, we are working on building a new website so people can stay in touch with me through those two places. Um, and also, I always ask people, please, if you request a friendship or want a question from me and stuff, uh, you can go through Messenger, but tell me where you saw me or heard me because – I get, you know, being a public figure, I'm sure you know that, Mm -hmm. you get a lot of requests from people that may not be of as high energy energy as we are. Yes. (laughs) You're putting it more real. So I always ask people, please, please share with me where you heard me or where you saw me. And then that way I'll know they're legitimate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, that uh, I I've, I spent far too much time trying to figure out who's real and who isn't on Facebook before I say <laughs> yes. Uh, oh and, yeah, and, we go down their wall and we look at everything, we read everything. It's like okay, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> we have two friends in common, and they're both middle-aged white guys. And no, you're not real. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Uh, all righty. Well, yeah. folks, we, again, we will make sure to leave links in the show notes to this program uh, on our on the program so you can find Reverend Prince Fleet Eastwood as we East go time. along. Easton, uh, yeah, I Eastwood? I, you know what? I get that in Holly. I, people I work with call me Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I think it's just uh, it just rolls off the tongue and they you know Clint's not, I'm not related to Clint so okay. uh, but <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> think it, of Sheena. Hollywood shorthand I guess yeah, uh, just think of Sheena Easton I always break out okay. my baby takes a morning train <laughs> there we go I, I should be able to remember that my father actually lives in Easton Pennsylvania uh, and I spent time running around Easton Pennsylvania when I was uh, a teenager so uh, and uh, we'll, I, I will go back and edit that I promise <laughs> and, it's so, and it's so funny because I had Eastern Pennsylvania request to uh, like a friendship, you know, for me to like their page. So <laughs> I get all these things from Easton's and, and actually, you know, and my name with fleet, I, uh, I always thought it was very unique. And then I found out it's a common name in the South. So I went on Facebook and I looked up and I found 36, uh, guys with the first name of fleet. I sent them all messages saying, you know, we fleets have to stick together. Only one responded back to me. His name is Fleet Cooper, and he's also in show business. The rest of them probably thought I was a kook. That's okay. <laughs> Sounds like you're being authentic to me. I am. I am. <laughs> we need to stick together. Exactly. Well, uh, Reverend, we're going to figure this out. Reverend Prince, Prince, Flea, uh, however you. Yeah. However you prefer to be addressed, yeah. uh, we want to thank you on behalf of the New Thought Media Network for being a part of this program, and we'd love to have you come back and join us again sometime. Uh, well, thank you, Robert, so much. You know, this has been an absolutely joyous time for me. I, I had such a great time, and I want to thank all the listening audience for joining in today. I want to send my blessings out to each and every one of you, and I know that whatever your heart's desire is or whatever your dreams are, that God is listening, spirit is listening, and your answers are all will be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And so it is. And so it is. All right, folks. This is Beyond 2020, exploring the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth. We've been chatting with Reverend Prince Fleet Easton, uh, and it's been a great conversation. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back again soon with more from Beyond 2020, part of the New Thought Media Network. Until next time, peace and blessings. Thank you for listening to Beyond 2020, exploring the emerging vision of life on planet Earth. We are a production of the New Thought Media Network, positively inspiring media, music, and entertainment across the web. Join us at ntmedia.org. That's ntmedia.org. Until next time, peace and blessings.